Jonathan Nato, and I am in Putnam, Connecticut. Hey, everybody. My name is Ahmad Zaidi, and I am in Redondo Beach, California. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Hey, man, you know what we're talking about today? Uh, no. What, what are we talking about? Basketball. Well, you should, because it was your idea, <laughs> and it's just a strange, strange off-the-wall idea. But you asked me just recently if I had any fishing stories. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which isn't a question that I normally get. Hey, Ma, do you have any fishing stories? So, but I do. I do. So today we're going to talk about fishing. I, I, I think I just figured out the, the, the track in my head, how that worked. Because you're like, how did you even think of asking me that? And I was like, I don't know. But I think I was like, hmm, stories, stories. When do, when do people tell stories? Oh, when they fish. Oh, I almost caught this one. You should have seen the size of it. And I was like... Hey, you got any fishing stories? <laughs> there you go. So today it's fishing stories, but not just to give, give everyone listening a story about how I fish, but the whole point of it. And the point of it is I grew up in Overland Park, Kansas. Mm. My family immigrated from Pakistan when I was under one year old. So one thing that they always wanted to do, my parents, is to have me and my sisters be as American as humanly possible. Mm. Right? Yeah. And me having a slight disability, they wanted me to seem as normal as possible. Mm. Right? Yeah. So fishing is one of those baseball, apple pie, Chevrolet. Totally, totally. And fish, yeah. especially if you live in the Midwest. Yeah. So let, let's start with this. I'll tell you. I, I've always found fishing a little mean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Personally. Because... I always imagine myself, you know, being a little fish, hanging out on a Sunday morning or a Tuesday afternoon or whenever. The sun is shining above, you're enjoying your life, and you see this juicy worm drop right in front of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking, you know, it's like getting an extra piece of bubble gum. It's like getting a peanut butter parfait from Dairy Queen. Here's a juicy worm for me and you bite into that thing and boom your life is over <laughs> you get yanked and, out of the water you get dragged to the <laughs> to the to land yeah and one of two things is going to happen one your head gets cut off and you become lunch right yeah or or two they decided to throw you back in the water which is what i tried to do when i was a kid we wouldn't, but when I got older, I, I always try to put them back. Yeah. But even if you get thrown back as a fish, you're freaking out, man. You're like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. I'm dying. You're scaring the life out of me. And then you can let me live at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's like torture. Totally. But growing up in Kansas, all my friends fished. Was right? there a lot of like a lakes and rivers around? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe not around, but close enough yeah. within a couple hours. Yeah. Right? So every summer we used to go to the lake of the lake of the Ozarks, which is by Branson. Oh yeah. Right. And what we would do is we'd rent a cabin for like, you know, it's a ridiculous amount, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen dollars a day. Yeah. Right. And then we'd go and rent a boat for the day. I was always excited to prove that I was just a normal kid, Yeah. right? So I always wanted to go fishing. But here's the problem with me fishing. Number one is I didn't want to kill the worm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they'd be like, hey, Ahmad, here's a box of worms. Put them on hooks. And I'm like, 
I'm talking to this worm as it's slowly dying. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. In the next 10 seconds, a hook is going to go through you. So we'd go out into the middle of the lake, and I would drop anchor. And then here's the thing. I don't have a lot of patience, as I think you've grown to know over the last <laughs> two years. So I put the rod in the water, I cast it into the water, and I'd just sit. And I'd be like, like three minutes later, all right, I'm done, Dad. Right, right. Nothing, there's no bites, so let's get out of here. No bites. Let's get out of here. Let's go, let's go watch the Royals on TV, right? Yeah. Or at least turn on the radio so we can hear the game. And they'd always be like, you can't give up in three minutes. We're going to be here for a long time. And I'm like, well, how long? And my dad goes, come on, at least a couple hours. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> so it was always an interesting experience. But I, I got to tell you, and this is slightly more serious, few things growing up made me feel more American than fishing. Mm. And so you want to hear a couple of the infamous fishing stories? Oh, yeah, definitely. Three come to mind. A, a slight a slight side quick thing, just because you, you said the Ozarks and it triggered me. There's a, a Netflix-produced show called Ozarks, and it's really interesting. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that is one of the guys that writes it is from my hometown. Oh, really? I think so. I don't know him. Okay, I do not know him. that's funny. But people told me he's from the area I grew up in. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty good pretty good show. It's worth watching. Yeah, no, I should definitely. You know, we should have we should we'll put a clip of it on yeah. com. Exactly. I'll I'll find it today. So, I remember one time going with my dad. It was my dad and my cousin. My cousin's ten years older than me, right? Yeah. So, I remember going one time, and we were on the shore. We weren't in a boat. So what did I do? As soon as they're out of sight, and they're only like 15 feet away. They weren't like a mile away. What is the stupidest thing that could have happened at that point? You heave the entire fishing pole into the lake. That would be funny <laughs> and, and not painful. What I wound up doing was funny and painful. Oh, man. You hooked yourself so what somewhere. I, what I did is I, I, I put the rod all the way back, and as I was casting it forward... Yeah. The hook embedded in my neck. Oh, man. <laughs> you know? That, and you know, you, you went fishing before you lost your sight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know how fish hooks have a curl on them? Yes. It was embedded in my neck. Man, you got it in there good. I got it in there. And so, of course, I screamed. And they come running out. And they're like, you know, the first thought, my cousin's first thought was to, like, take the rod out of my hand. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna, my neck's going to fall apart. Right? <laughs> and it was probably only 45 seconds to one minute before my dad figured out how to get it out. Yeah, yeah. But dude, it felt like nine hours. Oh, I'm sure it did. You know, because, you know the weird thing when, when something super painful like that happens? The initial shock when you realize what happened, you don't feel the pain yet because right. your mind's and your body's in shock. Yeah, yeah, you get your adrenaline's like pumping. Your adrenaline's pumping, and then after like ten seconds, your mind sends the the pain signal. Oh my God, there is a fish hook in my neck. Right, exactly. Right? Oh man, did I scream? Man, <laughs> did I scream? I screamed so loud. But when they got the fish hook out, my dad's like, okay. 
you know, it's going to be kind of hard to hide this from your mom, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I remember, here's what's interesting, Jonathan. I remember that time as being an amazing time fishing. Mm. Like, I don't remember it as a bad memory. Once you, even got, once you got past that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, my mom is like, why did you leave this kid alone? But here's what I love about my mom. She never said, why did you leave him alone because he's disabled? Yeah. She never said that. She just said, why did you leave him alone because he's eight? Right, right. Right? Yeah. And, and why did you let him, uh, you know, do the fishing rod without supervision? Right. But they were like 10 to 15 feet away. It's not like they went a mile away. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? So that was one incredible memory. And then a few years later, I did not cast it overhead. Right? Yeah. Because I didn't want to rip up the other side of my neck. <laughs> right. But you know what I did is I cast it, and 15 minutes later, you know what I caught? Uh, something that shouldn't have been in the lake. I don't know. <laughs> uh, a water snake. Really? Dude, that's the scariest thing in the world. Those things are what, freaky. Yeah, and when you think you've caught something, and you're excited, and you're like, oh, my God, I got a fish, and you... and Remember, I mean, I can use my left hand and arm, but it's not as strong as my right. Right, right. So when something pulls on the rod, it's it's really difficult for me because I've got to usually. Oh, I've got you know, to, I I just saw this because you have to you kind of have to use your right hand to reel to reel it in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's the image, man. This is what Mona and Dolly, my sisters, you know, had fun making yeah. fun of over the years. <laughs> yeah. So, the, man, the only way I could fish is I had to actually hold the rod in between my legs. Mm, okay. Right? So, it looked like a huge penis, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and the funny thing is, if you think about it, just close your eyes. Uh, it's funny telling you to close your eyes. So, imagine, imagine a slightly disabled kid with a big, you know, fishing rod between his legs. Yeah, and they and, cranking on it. And cranking on it, because when you're far away, it looks like I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing exactly. in public. Exactly. Because you see my right hand, like, cranking right around my crotch area. And so people, <laughs> you know, you got to love the fact that I enjoy making fun of my life, right? So people would walk by like, what is that kid doing? What is that kid doing? Because it looked like I was doing something pretty raunchy. But... Really, I was just trying to reel in a fish. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, as I'm telling you this story, Jonathan, what I realize is my memories are so vivid and so beautiful and so wonderful about fishing. Yeah. Because my parents only, only allowed me to be just a regular, everyday kid. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, that was why it was such a great memory. I mean... I didn't catch anything. And no, that's not true. I'd catch, every now and then I'd catch something. Well, how, right? how, how far in did you reel it when you realized it was one of those water snakes? Oh, no, no, no. Here's the thing. You know, because my right hand's always been more powerful than my left side. Yeah. So when I figured, I, when I figured out I had something on the hook, yeah. I pulled hard with my right arm. Okay. So that thing came flying out of the water. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was on the shore and I pulled the, the, the rod back and I just see this like reddish, greenish water snake. Just and I'm like, ah! <laughs> That's funny. 
<laughs> oh man, it was funny. That that you know what that scared me today if I did that today. I hear you. <laughs> that scared me today. So probably the the uh that was crazy too. Probably the the most wonderful memory of fishing mm. was I was with my dad once and we were at a, a fish farm. Okay. And we didn't realize how heavily overstocked the farm was because they basically charged you per pound. Okay. Right? And we didn't know that going in. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we caught, like, I'm not kidding, like 25 or 30 fish. Oh, man. And I just thought, you know, the skies opened up and heaven gave me right, like, the yeah, most no, exactly. fishing day of all time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, Dad, 30, look at this, all these catfish. Right? Oh, man, okay. And my dad's like, God, this never happened to me. This is amazing, Hamad. And I had all of these fish, right? Yeah. And then as we're leaving, you know, my dad gets stopped at the, at the entrance, and they go, well, you know, you have to buy those fish. And he's like, what? And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's by the pound, and you guys caught like 25 or 30 fish. So he had a fork over, you know, I don't know how much it was, but it was not a cheap amount to take that many fish. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably in the hundreds of dollars, I'd imagine. Like, well, no, 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 it wasn't that much. This is back in the 70s, Oh, right? okay. So, it's still, so, though, you know, back then, even 50 bucks would be like a few hundred today, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I remember going home with Dad and showing up with, like, a cooler of all these catfish, like a lot of fish, right? Yeah. And I remember running in and saying, Mom, check this out. Look what I caught. And then she's like, congratulations. And she looks at my dad and she goes, exactly what are you going to do with 30 fish? <laughs> you know, what it's, do you do with this It's time fish? to learn some catfish recipes. <laughs> yeah, so it's funny. It's really funny that we're doing this podcast on fishing because it was meant to just tell a couple stories about fishing and it turned into how it normalized me. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's, it's kind of wild. So let me ask you real quick. Growing up, do you remember like it's it's funny that you just came out of no, your your idea of doing a fishing podcast came out of nowhere. But what do you remember? Do you remember moments like this growing up? Do you yeah, have any I, fishing stories I at all? A, I had an uncle that liked fishing, so he brought me a handful of times. I, I I've gone fishing a handful of times, like I, I said before the the podcast. But there's no no really. I mean, I never stuck myself with the hook or. I remember one time we went, we were just fishing off of a, a dock, and we caught, like, a ton of sunfish. Like they, they Oh, were, really? Yeah, they just they were just, I mean, you, you were, like, literally catching fish every few minutes. Like, you just drop your hook in, and you'd, you'd have something else, you know, at the, at the end of it. Like, literally every few minutes. I mean, we must have caught, you know, 10 fish in, like, half an hour or whatever. That is awesome. You know what I've always promised uh, my daughters, specifically Zoe, is we live about 100 yards from the Redondo Beach Pier. Yeah. And they have fishing off the pier. Okay. And she's, al she's always telling my dad and I, you know, she's always saying, Grandpa, Daddy, can we go fishing? And we always say, you know, someday we should. We should. Yeah. You know, because you can get a, a day license oh, okay. on the pier. Yeah. You know, you get a day-long license, and then you, you rent the, the, the rod, and you okay. just go fishing for a couple hours. There you go. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. But I guess the reason that I wanted to do this podcast today, and it was your idea, so thank you very much, is I think if you're out there and 
you think that there's something wrong with you, whether it's a disability or a deficiency or an ailment or whatever. One thing that really helps, I believe, is just to live as normal of a life as you can. Exactly. Right? Or, or if you're the parent of a child with a disability or de- deficiency, don't, you know, don't give them any special treatment or whatever. Just let them live their life. Yeah, because if you give them special treatment, they're going to always think that they're awkward and not normal. Right. And so do as no- be as normal as you can. I'll leave you with this thought. Yesterday, yeah, Lena and Zoe, they do an after-school basketball class once a week. Yeah. And so yesterday, um, I think Lena came up to me and said, Dad, I got like, you know, I only got like six shots in the last like 10 minutes. And I'm like... Sweetie, your daddy played an entire seventh grade season without scoring. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, six shots in ten minutes, not so bad. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Anyway, I really thank you, man, for uh, for coming up with this idea. This was a good one today. Yes, if you want to find us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and every other podcast catcher you can find on Android, so... uh, uh, check us out on limpingoncloud9.com and also don't forget lonelysealfilmfestival.com submit your shorts, documentaries, feature films, web series and also script screenwriting play contest so check out lonelysealfilmfestival.com yep and if you want to reach out to us I'm not going to screw it up this week <laughs> info, info at limpingoncloud9.com that's info at limpingoncloud9.com And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.